2: Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of
0: today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. white wine, or even the cosmopolitan, and settle in. Take it away, boys.
3: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex and the City
2: for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. My name is John Sieber. I'm Kevin James Doyle, and we're here with a very special guest, a super fan of Sex and the City. That's right. And someone who could so easily be a single episode or a two to three episode arc of uh, someone, Carrie Dates' cool Brooklyn bartender, <laughs> ladies
3: and gentlemen, George Gordon, hey comedian, everybody. comedian, George Gordon. George, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for
4: having me. Kevin This and is, I- uh, is kind of huge, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kevin and I are talking about this because we know you because we all do stand up. That's right. Um and uh you've lived in the city for a pretty long time now 13 years Okay and so you yeah 13 years you've done stand up you also are a bartender yeah, That's right but I would consider you like people have day jobs people but I would consider you a bartender that is actually like I I we've never talked about this except that I've been to your bar a bunch of times. I feel like you actually enjoy being a bartender and you're also a very good bartender. Like I feel like I was thinking about you this yesterday. You could be more
4: wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 never mind. So, so. No, 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 no. I George I, I, hates it. It's 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 uh I think I'm okay with with the act of bartending. It's just getting there. I'm just sort of like ugh. <sighs> bartending. But once I get there, I'm fine.
3: Well, so. let me ask you this cuz I I actually thought about this today. If you if you didn't need the money, would you be one of those kind of bartenders that it was like, I'll work a shift every two weeks or something like that, just because you enjoy being there?
4: I could be, uh, I could be very, no, wrong. no, I think so. Like I, I hear that like Tim Robbins who owns a bar will sometimes it just pop in and just bartend. Yeah. Like if I was like, Uber, like super famous to just show up and bartend one day, I would love to do that. That would be kind of amazing. Cause so.
3: I feel like you work at a, you work at a really good beer bar. You work at, I do, Yeah. you work, you want to say the bar that you yeah, work absolutely. at? Yeah,
4: absolutely. I work at the double Windsor, which is. An amazing beer bar.
3: It's a great beer and bar. And they also have some great food. The food, great, food is great. Yeah,
4: I ate there all the time. That's the reason why I'm so fat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you're also really good. Like, you are you you know a lot about music. And so do, you'll make yeah. playlists for the bar. I just feel like you're, like, a very good curator of those things.
4: Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I, I like to have stuff for, for everybody. So if 90s hip-hop is in your jam... Wait, there'll be some Yola Tango, and if that's not your jam, wait, I'll have some Drake for you. So, I think I want to have something for everybody. And they're like, "Oh yeah, oh crowded house." I forget how good this song was. Like, what nice. such a great band? Then followed up with some Talk Talk. I was like, "Oh my god, Talk Talk!" He's just like, no, there's there's a method to my madness. So I'll hear something and I'll just like it. And I'll just.
1: Is there any is, like? Do you draw the line though? Are you like I will not play Travis Tritt? Like, is that his name? The country singer?
4: I won't play that. that is, I'll play okay. some country though. There are some country songs that I kind of mess with, and there's some country music. Uh, singers that are who I like a lot, but there's I'm trying to think who I wouldn't play. Michael Jackson. I probably wouldn't play any Michael Jackson. <laughs> we just, which is on my playlist because I love Off the Wall. Now I have to. Oh Ryan Adams had to had to skip past a Ryan Adams song the other day. I was like, I
3: oh, can't play Come Pick Me Up anymore.
4: Can't play that anymore and I <laughs> love that song.
3: Well, you you have a I follow a Spotify playlist of yours. Oh, right on. That you I think we me and you and Kevin hung out at a bar called Freddy's one night after a stand-up show.
4: Oh, that's right. And
3: we all talked about it was us and Brendan McLaughlin, who's another stand-up. Yeah. And we all talked about shout out, shout out to Brent McLaughlin. Um and a shout out to Trump comedy nerd on Twitter. Follow it's so funny. It's his it's <laughs> yeah. his it's, it's so it's, funny. It's his Twitter account and it's Trump is like an insider comedy person and yeah. it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> but we all talked about music and you showed me this like one Spotify playlist of yours that I follow now and it's like oh, nice. really, really freaking good. It's called George Gordon, I think is the name yeah, of the playlist. I
4: have my ex girlfriend uh shout out. Um Jackie. (laughs) I'm just going to shout out people all the time. Uh, Jackie P, she thought it would be funny to call it Jordan Gordon. Jordan Gordon. Even though my last name is Gordon and Jordan has nothing to do with my name. She's like, George Jordan Gordon. Isn't that funny? I'm like... I mean, I guess, but thank you. But so, yeah, I, I, I kept the name because I thought it was funny. Too.
3: It's a great place. But yeah. I was I was thinking today that I think I told you this. I don't know if I told Kevin this or not, but I just feel like in a Sex in the City episode, it could be like, Carrie was dating George, stand up comedian by night and celebrity bartender also <laughs> by night. I would love I that episode. I feel like you would be a
1: great character. In it. Um, I have a question. I, I'm not a music person. I don't listen to a ton of music. Uh, As someone who knows a lot about music, what should I listen to on my walk home? Do you have anything that you can like right now? You need to hear this. You probably haven't heard of it. Listen to this.
4: Do you know, I've been really, really interested in liking like late 70s New York stuff. Mm. So I've like rediscovered uh, the modern lovers and television. Mm, great and i just just watching think this, television not of the band uh okay, band I television Because like, like got no. your cable box out and just yeah walked. i've been there's a i'm wearing a wkrp and an <laughs> um uh no i've been uh i've been like kind of really really enjoying that genre of music or that that scene because that's like downtown uh-huh new york kind of dirty like new york is kind of like a, an edgy place yeah mm, yeah and they've got these like these art house bands and musicians. In fact, I think one of the members of television is in, uh, the talking heads. Oh, awesome. So like, they're all kind not. of related, but like, I'm sorry. One of the members of modern lovers was in, uh, talking heads. Okay. I got tele- I pulled up my Spotify. I got television. That first thing it comes up is Marquee moon. Is that the number that's one? Marquee thing? moon. Yeah. No, it's that's a, it's a phenomenal record. And if you if you look at the record, just the, the cover of the album, it looks like something that was shot from 2005. Mm. It's like, and it's an album from 78. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a phenomenal record. Yeah. It's they there's ten minute songs and and uh, it doesn't just
2: sound like anything.
4: It doesn't sound like anything. Yeah. The, yeah. those guys were really, really on some other things. So like uh, I've really, really enjoyed listening to Modern Lovers and cool. Jonathan Richmond and he's to some folks who maybe not into music but have seen there's something about Mary, he's mm. the guy that does the the voiceover.
3: He does all those like guitar songs. Yeah, does, yeah in there.
4: Jonathan it. Richmond. Yeah. And awesome. I've really, really been enjoying that. Cool. That's lovers that's are awesome. That's what I'm gonna do
2: on my way home. Thank there you. Yeah. That's absolutely. Awesome. So wait, since we're on uh New York bands and we've had I feel like me, you and Corey have had tons of like late nights just talking about that. But um about music in New York and so to keep it on sex in the city, it's like that's this snapshot of like this world that doesn't exist anymore because sure. it, because New York from five years ago doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? So what what would you say? Like, was did you watch Sex and City before you came to New York?
4: I did. Yeah. So I think the reason why I got into it because like. Sex in the City came on Sunday nights on uh, HBO, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. either before or after The Sopranos. And that was just a great time to be watching TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like back to back. So, if I think I remember correctly, it was like Sex yeah. in the City, uh, The Sopranos and uh the show that takes place in la um about entourage dying. no th- about dying. oh six feet under yeah i think yeah, that's yeah, all right under. around the same time
2: that's insane yeah
4: that's no insane. i mean yeah, like, there's like just like taxi cab
1: it. confessions yeah, yeah. real set. i'm just yeah, <laughs> yeah. i watched
4: gonna watch that too but <laughs> but in it, i think it airs like it starts to air like probably like my second or third year in college and it was just like an event yeah, yeah. so like and that was and it was tv that you had to see and and they had nudity, so it was like, uh, yeah. it was like, it was enough for me. I was like, done and done and done. Yeah. So then, when you moved here, what was
2: it? I like, what were some of your expectations, and what has changed since living here for like thirteen years?
4: Well, I think uh, when I first moved here, New York law had. Was starting to lose a sense of danger
2: mm-hmm.
1: that,
4: like, they kind of bring up in Sex and the City, but you see more of in like those '80s movies that you love, like, yeah, even like Crocodile Dundee has like a yeah. scene in which, like, that's not a knife, this is a knife, <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> and I, I don't think there's I remember there was a New York Times article that was saying that like Sex and the City may even kind of ruin New York because it was like all these people who had watched the show had these expectations of what it was going to be like when when they first moved here and they're going to get this apartment on like Seventy Seventh and whatever. And uh, they would have this great writing gig or they would be like everybody else in the show. And it was like, well, it's not quite like that. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah unfortunately, like uh, that made, I'm not saying it ruined New York, but because a lot of things have made things, had some changes, but I sort of wished that it was like, there was like a sense of danger.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And uh, maybe it's out in Bushwick, I don't know. But like uh, there's parts of New York you are just like, whoa. But then again, if somebody had told you 20 years ago, just like, hey, you know what would be a great place to live? Would be in Chelsea. You'd be like, where the fuck is, why are you serious? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the show, that's where she ends up moving, like later mm-hmm. on in the series, you guys haven't seen it, something. Haven't seen yet, <laughs> yeah. But she, she moves to the warehouse to trick Yeah. Out. Well, we, knew, we saw that we, with, we saw the oh, yeah. packing. Oh, that, Oh, that, that's right. Packing. She moved the packing, yeah. But
3: yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Back then, that was probably like, oh yeah,
1: who's moving there? Worried about ruining her new shoes by stepping in butcher blood, and now it's like, you're worried about getting punched in the face by european fist pumping like <laughs>
0: when we we were we were
2: talking about this late the other night but it's like it's easy to sound the be like everything's different now and new york's worse but it's like i was looking at the list of all of um all the comedy shows and all of the open mics in the city and i was just like all of the best shows are happening
4: in, in Brooklyn. I mean, they're in Bushwick now, yeah, yeah which is unfortunate. And, yeah, and it's like... Well, not really, but...
3: It's unfortunate because we live in this part of Brooklyn. <laughs> no, no, it's it was like, like it's a freaking think, pain to get
4: out there. I was talking to somebody about this. It's like, I guess like 10, 11 years ago, you could actually, if you were part of that sort of alt scene, you could walk to Mo Pickens, Rafifi, and another venue, and those were all like... Blocks away. They are also them. blocks away from each other, mm-hmm. and you kind of have like a sister committee that way. And maybe there's a couple other venues that were added to that. But now you have to if like you want to do it was like, maybe you're booked at like Union Hall, but then you also have a show in Bushwick. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's some things that gets kind of lost there because it was kind of neat to be able to walk these other shows and like hang out.
3: Well, there was yeah. even a thing that it was, it was, it wasn't stand up, but it was like when there was UCB and right. then the first pit theater, this sure. is going like so inside the comedy thing, but like UCB pit and then the magnet. And I remember people used to always refer to that as the improv district because <laughs> they were all like five blocks from each other. And the then triangle. all, and then all the commercial agents places were all around there. Yeah. So you would just run into, comedy people and if like Alec Baldwin was dropping into UCB to do monologues for an improv show you would like see him walking and stuff like
4: that yeah and, and that's it's amazing but yeah but that's that's spread out now it's unfortunate because I guess they're not TD banks or whatever um, <laughs> yeah, that's true uh, I'm not gonna be the stuff it's America's about, you know, most TD. convenient so,
1: bank
3: you know, it is you- they get free pins yeah. TD Bank that's, That's their, their motto. Slogan, America's most convenient bank. Thank
4: yeah, and I think they're and open on, on Sundays. Jeez. They yeah. are open really? on Sundays. Yeah, 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 they are. See, I won't They're
1: open on that. Sundays, but you have to wait three hours to see a teller open your uh, safety deposit box.
2: Why do you need? Yeah. Why does a bank need to be open on Sunday?
1: I have a I have a safety deposit box with them because they were literally the only bank in Park Slope that had a box available. So oh. I used to <laughs> bank
2: with them
3: when they were called Commerce Bank, and this is another changing thing. Humble in brag, New York. man. Yeah. For real, right? <laughs> hey, sorry Shut guys. Up. Sorry guys. I had to check. <laughs> it.
2: We don't want to get to inside the comedy scene. Let's get into the Let's banking
4: scene.
3: <laughs> now I got my, I got my card stolen. Cause there used to be this thing called, uh, card swiping. It was before chip cards came in sure. and they could like, they could steal the stripe on your card uh-huh. and I got $2,500 stolen out of my bank account and they refused to return it. And then I had to get an NYPD detective involved. And, uh, and then two and a half months later, I finally got to the higher up person at the bank and he you got $2,500 $2, in your
4: checking. Accounts? Yeah,
3: it was the richest I've ever been. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was all the money I had. I just didn't oh. have a savings account. Wow. <laughs> that's what it
1: was. Um, it was what is, uh, what is the name of this episode? Do you have it pulled up,
2: Kevin? Hot child in the city. Hot, Hot child in the in city. The, wait,
3: okay. Question. Cause you're a music person. Do you, you know, that's the name of a song. Correct? It is. Yeah. Do you it's know the uh, artist? Cause we were talking about that earlier. We didn't know the artist. I've heard he's ca- a Canadian artist. Oh, really? Hot child in the sea. There we go. His That's name sound. is Nick Gilder.
1: Nick Gilder. <laughs> I, no. love, I love Gilder's music.
4: He's
1: got Ooh. a...
4: It's not bad.
0: What
4: what year is it? It's like got se- It seems like gotta be 70s. 70s or 80s.
3: Cool, cool album cover. It kind of sounds like uh, who did Mellow Yellow? Is that Donovan? Donovan Mellow
4: Yellow. Yeah. Is that Donovan?
3: I don't know if it's
1: Donovan or not.
4: All right. I don't All know right. what year. All right. I don't know what year. Well, we're uh,
1: we were gonna, we'll go watch Hot Child in the City, and uh and then we'll, then we'll be back. talk about yeah. it. All right. Awesome. All right. Okay. We'll be back. Perfect.
0: Episode forty-five. Hot Child in the City. Harry dates a hunky comic book store owner who still lives with his parents. Miranda gets braces. Charlotte is shocked when she catches the supposedly impotent Trey masturbating. Samantha's latest client is Jenny Breyer, a 13-year-old Jewish-American princess planning her million-dollar bat mitzvah. And now back to the boys
2: hot child in the city, in the city.
0: In the city.
3: Um, great good song good song
4: good song yeah
3: it it uh yeah good song it feels uh for some reason gordon lightfoot comes to mind
4: it's got elements of that. I, it just seemed like a fun tune.
2: Yeah, it, it does.
4: But also, it has like a driving
2: groove to it that reminds me also of the Ace Fraley song uh, "Back in the New York" back Group? in the New York groove. Yeah, um, I'm back. <laughs> back. Back in the, in the New, New York, York, York groove. You know, thing about the people brum, that brum, don't
1: brum. watch the episodes with us who are just like just listen to the podcast and we always come back and like enter like either singing a song or referencing something hard from the episode they're probably like what, what?
3: I'll what? say that wait, if you
2: if, if you just who does people that? are doing that you're telling me that people aren't following along <laughs> and strictly pausing their pausing their podcast you guys knew what the experience their- <laughs> was that we asked our listeners very to take up part in about
1: what we're doing here
4: if folks. you
3: didn't do that look up hot child in the city listen to the song don't realize Google they it. play the song is good. It It's, oh, it's yeah. a good song.
4: Yeah. Do you know, oddly enough, when I was uh, finding out the episode I was doing, that's the first thing that comes up. You got to put in that ep- the title episode rather than just Hot Child in the City. I was, first, I was like, oh, oh right.
3: yeah, because, yeah, the song
4: comes up. The song yeah. comes up first. So,
3: but yeah, I, I, you know, this is so this is our like in the chronology of what we're doing. This is we've been in L.A. for two episodes. So This is our right. first back in New York episode. Mm hmm. It felt like a good for all of us that lived in New York for a while. It did feel like a pretty New York episode because it's like yeah. summer in the city Yep, and Carrie's walking around St. Mark's. I don't know. It felt like a pretty New York episode. I liked it.
1: Yeah. I'll do a quick recap. Do your so, recap real quick. Uh, the through line is, uh, are we 34 going on 14? She talks about, you know, when you're 14, all you want is beer, but when you're 30, all you want to be is carted. Uh, so as a play on uh, being a kid again, uh, Carrie ends up dating a comic book store owner who still lives with their his parents, uh, and hilarity ensues when uh, they smoke pot and he gets in trouble. Uh, Miranda' favorite storyline oh gets gosh. braces again because Can't she has TMJ and uh, goes through what would what uh, getting braces in your 30s is like. Um, Samantha has to throw uh, do PR for a party for a 13 year old's bar mitzvah. And kind of sees uh, a group of 13-year-olds that uh, resemble what her and the other girls, Carrie and Miranda and uh, uh, Charlotte are like. She sees them in the younger girls. And lastly, lastly, Charlotte and Trey are going through some sex counseling. And uh, I, I'm not sure what the, like, the childlike thing was with them. Maybe that he starts masturbating to Jugs magazines at night. Yeah. And uh, they named their... Uh, Parts Rebecca and Schooner. Uh, but that's kind of the through line of the episode is, is being a
2: kid, again, as
1: a 30-something-year-old.
2: Well, yeah, and she also, they said, like, to go back to the times when sex wasn't complicated. When you could yes, just hold hands.
4: yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some really good writing in this episode. I totally. Like, uh... Of course, I saw it in 2000 or 99 when it happened. The one thing I remember is the the Trey and Charlotte storyline, but everything else is really good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a well written episode.
3: Really,
2: really solid. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Four solid storylines.
4: Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah. And there's
2: some, and it's nice that uh, sometimes you go so long and you forget. um, You're like, Carrie's writing is always at the forefront and then it's just like oh we can uh, say Samantha's in PR whenever we need it right. but this was like strictly showed Miranda and Samantha in their jobs at certain points yeah. which were really yeah really good and and not just her, her being like PR's great, but being like, "Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I have this thing that that was kind of cool.
1: I, I think that Miranda's storyline was probably the weakest. And the way the reason I say that is I because if you took away the like, Corey has a uh, Instagram page called "Celebrities Wearing Braces." I'm
3: I'm fascinated with adults wearing braces. And, it's oh, well. probably like a fear that I, I was afraid I was going to have to get
1: braces. <laughs> but but yeah, I did
3: a, I I did a project one summer where I would take pictures yeah. of celebrities and I would photo brace Photoshop braces on them. So I did so, celebrities wearing braces. Yeah,
1: we have like a warm spot in our hearts for adults 100%. wearing braces, but. If it was something else, if it was like uh she had acne or she had, you know, some some other thing that wasn't braces, I think that storyline would have probably been the weakest. Mm-hmm. But since it was her getting braces, I think it was hilarious. I it also was think so funny.
3: It was really funny, but her entire storyline was just based off of uh one uh one joke. It was just the <laughs> joke of her George is currently looking at celebrities like, wearing braces. Celebrities wearing braces. And
1: you need to put Miranda up there from that episode. I will put Miranda our, up there. No Photoshop needed
3: i'll yeah. just put that up there yeah follow celebrities wearing braces on instagram
4: everybody <laughs> there I'll was put a, some more up there was a i forget the name of the show but katie holmes was on a, a season of it and her character has braces really yeah i just said that was that was a that was the thing they talked about it was like she has braces and she's it, like every well, episode like, yeah so every how, episode
1: how so someone who you guys have probably worked in a had lot braces. more film and tv than i have oh, how do you do that do they actually put braces on you um or are I, they like is there like some sort of fake no sure work a that you can do. Thing.
3: They fit you. I'm sure they fit you with some sort of mouth guard that's like okay. clear that has
1: braces, right. something like that. I mean, Gosh, I don't know. I, I heard, want one of those so bad. I just think for the, parties and stuff.
3: In the Katy Perry uh, last Friday night video, I know that I read something about how she got braces put on for that, and then in I think oh, in wow. Pen, I think in that show Pen Fifteen, one okay. of the, one of
4: them wears braces. So I think in season two of Ray Donovan, the uh, Katie Holmes character has braces. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's to uh, help her with her migraines. Oh, uh, Okay, uh, which you know,
2: that kind of makes sense because Miranda had her TMJ in this right. one. Right, I have been waking up the past like month with, like, if I yawn in the morning too hard, like the side of my mouth goes nuts, and so I'm wondering if I've been getting some TMJ. Oh if, man, if, if, well I can't it might wait be
1: for you to get braces again.
2: It's oh, dude, be, dude you, it's gonna you make
1: your really, comedy special so much really more strongly, fun teeth. you have nice am I, teeth
2: am i enough of a celebrity that i could be on your instagram page <laughs> <laughs> I'll if
1: I'll i get see. braces
3: could i listen i'll Why say not? this I, the, the, the i mean the instagram page is me photoshopping braces on people so all four of us could be on there i'll just well, okay. photoshop braces on all us.
2: I, I would love that yeah um, <laughs> well i think uh it was okay she's been getting a lot of just like Okay, hot dog guy flirts with her. Right, she's been getting those, but this was a good one because I think there are actual stakes to it. Yeah. So, like, you wanted that date to go well, and that was super cringeworthy. Right. Yeah. Because she had all this stuff stuck in her braces. Right. And, and then her in her office. So as much as it was just like, what if this happened? It was like, ah, there are more stakes to it than. Yeah. Right. The, and and she's like in a spot where that was a big thing for her to ask out a guy. Like yeah. that that opening scene, I thought was actually I now that I look back, and the whole idea of it is like what it's like to be a kid. That opening scene, them giving him a note, that was so. Totally. middle really? I didn't. Even think they did that. a lot of. You're right. There's a lot of
3: tie-ins of like middle school stuff.
4: There yeah. was, It feels like this is like one of those episodes that they may have like mapped out earlier on in the season. Like we're gonna do something yeah. about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, which is a lot better than some of the other episodes this season because I think season three is when they start having storylines connected to each other, as compared yeah. to having episodes or just. just Things yeah, happening just yeah. one off yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, this is an episode that even though advanced one storyline Charlotte's storyline everything else was just things happening and I think yeah. that's when it was at its best yeah
3: but it's true though it's it's interesting I didn't even now that we're talking about it like even the Trey thing it's like they're all going through these medical things he's like masturbating to porn mags which is yeah. totally like a middle school guy yeah. thing and yeah, everybody had that. And then also, we haven't brought this up yet, but like the bar mitzvah girl that... Cat uh, Dennings. Cat Dennings. Dennings. Early yeah. Kat Dennings. Maybe her first TV appearance. I don't know.
1: What I like thinking about for this episode is we had a guest on once that said that they only wrote about something that happened to one of the writers. Right. Like they would only write in that the a show. writer's room thing. Yeah. That ha- an experience that happened to one of the writers. And them writing this episode and then looking over and you just see freaking Billy in the corner like covering his teeth
2: because he's got braces on in the writer's room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought um yeah it was uh it was good and I actually like I know where it's headed because but I like that they kind of resolved the they they did the tray Charlotte stuff head on, and then there was also some breakthrough, rather than him still being like, "What? Yeah. What is a penis? Nothing's wrong. Yeah, you know. And it's fu- Spoiler alert. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot wrong. It's yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I." I was wondering, like, what was going on. Also, it's like, it's not enough for you to just look at Juggs magazine and still not fuck your wife. Right. No, like, totally. Yeah.
3: Also, it is weird that, like, they've been having these sexual issues for a while, and now, out of nowhere, he's, like, loudly
2: masturbating into their bathroom sink, like, 20 feet away from her. Right. right. I know. I was like, who... Who moans while they masturbate? <laughs> I fucking haven't. I just,
4: I just like as it's as quiet as possible, and it's thirteen. I guess. Yeah, it's when, like the, the through line of the show. I think that did. sticks out in my mind. I forget how great Kyle McLaughlin's hair is. Yeah, holy yeah. hell, he that got, guy's yeah, hair. <laughs> It's
2: so funny because he he just has a vibe about him that is always slightly creepy. Yeah. yeah. But he's he is very, very, very handsome. He's but super he's handsome. Just, he's a tick into creep. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's not even in this... He's so much more handsome than James Spader, but it's like he definitely has like a James Spader-y like, you're weird. Like, there's something up with you. What
3: I was hoping is when the because the sex therapist like told them to both do their sexual fantasies and Charlotte does her whole one about like being in like a gossamer petticoat and stuff. I was just hoping that his sex fantasy would just be him describing the plot of Twin Peaks. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be like, well, they find this girl named Laura and she's dead on the water. (laughs) She's covered in
2: plastic. Wait, what was his fantasy? And there's a log lead.
1: He
4: couldn't do it. He He was a respected surgeon he can't have fantasies. Yeah, no, he was thinking about showgirls and uh Sean
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: dancing on him. As was I. I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you always are. What, what
2: was what was uh since this is you guys don't have to answer. What was what's like that thing that you when you were in middle school you first like started master What was the thing that just wrecked you and you just masturbated to all the time. I have two things.
1: So um my, this is like a, a cheat code for my school was actually made like, um, public. There was national news every year. All of the senior girls on one day would skip classes and then drive around the circle of our school topless. What? Really? What? Yeah. Like it was senior skip day. So wait, it made national news in your high school? every year they do it. All the girls would get in their cars, and I'm not making this up. You can look it up. And they would there was like a big the the loop where the buses would drop the the kids off. They would just drive around topless. I feel like that would make
3: older men masturbate.
1: Yeah, like that's just
3: like a. So weird... So it's like it like, was just like a cheat that's code just like for a every weird...
1: single like freshman. Were, were you? Yeah, you were up <laughs> there just, like, just like, like you're just like I wonder what this senior that's so woman cra- looks that, like. That seems
3: like they would write that into like a Porky's type
2: movie or it, something it like that.
1: It literally so happened. Weird. It was insane.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so that's e- easy yours. answer from me. Yeah, you just went out there and got all the material you needed for the year. Um, I think mine was probably just like a nineteen.
3: 19- Late eighty, like a late eighties Playboy that I'd seen. Oh, Probably yeah, just yeah. like trying to like map that in my mind because that was like the either that or like scrambled, like Channel Thirty Eight scrambled, of trying to find that late at night.
4: Yeah, I I had a, I had an uncle who had like a like a total like just an insane stash of playboys. Mm. So I think I remember seeing that at like 14, 13 or fourteen. Just also like line. yeah, just like a like just an insane amount. Also like I I've even to this day I love a. Well simulated sex scene in a movie. Oh,
3: I, actually, I. The, the, seen the movie, have you ever seen the movie Snapdragon? No, which is, but, it's, uh, it's the very first ever Pamela Anderson movie. Oh, whoa. Before she was like the Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. And I remember me and a bunch of friends in high school rented it and like all were like, yeah, we're going to watch
2: this. And then we all like went to our separate room. <laughs> and, um, mine was, I stole. Uh, this Sports Illustrated from a kid down the block, Dustin. That's the oh, first nice. thing I ever asked to the Tyra Banks cover.
3: Oh, wow. Which, I totally forgot Tyra Banks. Was, I mean, that makes 100% was, yeah. sense, but I totally forgot about that. She had,
2: a, she had a run. I I still remember the smell of that magazine because there's a certain <laughs> perfume in it. And I have cool wow. water. No, it, uh, whatever it, it was. It, it smelled
1: like your mom's lotion? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but it was one of those things that it's like, I, s- smell is like the m- most like memory based thing and there was right. like one time i was like walking through nordstroms or something and i smelled it and i was just like
1: oh yeah that's bringing back <laughs> some feelings uh cory uh to speak of your uh, who someone mentioned but you mentioned playboys both mentioned playboys um yeah uh i had a friend who had his girlfriend got him a playboy for the year or month he was born so he had a playboy from like 19 September of 1980 Uh and we were like flipping through it this last weekend and it's like looking through one of those is really insane a not nearly as much nudity as you would have thought no so much writing right so much writing Uh but like you don't remember any of that like when you were younger like that did not exist at all and the advertisements are crazy there's there's tons of them you go through and it's like it's like every stereotypical like cool hairy chested man smoking a Campbell cigarette is like Whoa. super in those play. It was yeah. really interesting. Highly recommend getting a playboy from late seventies, well, early eighties.
3: The other thing I will say is you see that much writing and as a kid, you don't remember it, but as an adult, you're like, I bet these are some good articles.
4: Oh,
1: no, hundred I mean, percent. There was an article it, it, from Tom Robbins and I'm like, Oh yeah, God, there's it's like good writers. It's cool.
2: I yeah. mean the whole, the whole idea behind playboy like initially Was your, it's going to be like the ultimate man that's like open and sexual, but it's like, and you see these beautiful women and it's like smart and sophisticated. So like the writers that they always had in there were were amazing so whenever yeah. it's funny because now it's like when people are like i get it for the articles people are like that's just like yeah, yeah i right. know i mean but like actually, the articles
4: were actually pretty good yeah, um yeah. I, and i feel that's like such a hack joke it's like is it because of the articles it's like yes actually, actually yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah the nudity is just okay but the articles are the, the interview portion is always somebody good yeah yeah also Completely.
2: nick uh nickelback did a playboy interview a few years ago mm-hmm. and it's like there's some part of me that it's like whenever people go too hard on making fun of like Tyler Perry or certain people I'm just, I'm like oh, leave him alone. I read that article about Nickelback and I was like man that dude is a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're such a
2: oh, I I'll find it but there's like some quotes in that that you're like this dude is a parody of a parody of really? himself. It was so, and it was, it was a really we great. All like holding on bated breath. I was waiting sure to where see. He was going. <laughs> I was like, I thought you are going to be like, he's actually
4: really he's actually smart. He's a really nice guy. That's <laughs> like, what I wanted well, so
2: bad to, just, so I could just be like,
4: he's actually like a good dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he, he you know. He dropped MIT to start to right. say. <laughs> like, I mean, slow. you
3: think about it though, if you think about the dude in Nickelback. Never made it as a wise man. <laughs> Speaking
1: of <laughs> a, Never a parody, made a parody, a parody. Uh, what did you guys think of Wade? Uh, Carrie's love it. Oh my gosh. I loved First him. of
3: all, I loved him. Yeah, I loved him. I do think of that time we're talking what 2000, 2000. Yeah, yeah. I could see even taking the thing of living with his parents out. I could see like late twenties dude. Who's like cool comic book guy that owns a shop on St. Mark's. That seems very of the time of New York city.
4: Yeah, Completely. no, I mean, like, he even looked the part. He kind of had that sort of Dan Cortez, MTV yes, Sports. Yes, 100%. And, uh, and I feel like um, Dan Cortez, who was in an episode of Seinfeld, almost was kind of like the same kind of guy. Yeah. which And that's also probably late. Late nineties, early two thousands.
3: Dude, great Dan first of all, John and Kevin. Do you know do you know Dan Cortez? Remember Dan Cortez? Yeah, yeah, shout I, out to
1: Dan Cortez.
4: A, yeah, shout out. He
3: hosted a show called MTV Sports. That's, right. that's such a great it's like the same. We were talking about, I don't know if it was oh, earlier tonight on. or on this episode, we were talking about Eric Nies from The Grind. I, yeah, I think we were talking yeah. about that last episode. <laughs> but that's like such a great shout out to that yeah, time yeah. period. He's totally that guy, like kind of long cargo shorts, yep, really in shape. Seems like he probably could just step on a skateboard and do a kickflip. Yep. But also could, like, throw a 50-yard pass. Yep. But then also is, like, kind of into weird comic book
1: stuff.
4: Yeah, exactly. Totally that guy. No, he was, like, uh, that. the casting choice was amazing. It was he, so good. He looked exactly like that That dude was supposed to look like.
1: 100%. For yeah. those of you who are going to Google search Dan Cortez, his name not spelled anything like I thought it would be. How is it spelled? C-O-R-T-E-S-E. Yeah. Didn't see that one. But good call.
2: Very <laughs> The... I thought they did... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was just a Dan Cortez... Oh yeah. Something on with him and Twitter blew up like a year ago. There was someone that made fun of him, and he like got in on it and was like down for the joke. There was something
4: like a year oh, ago. Oh, shout out to him for having a sense of humor about himself. Yeah, for real. Yeah.
2: yeah. But I, I actually... I thought they did a really good job with that storyline to... It almost seems like first season, it'd be like, oh, look at this loser. And this was sort of like even the way it ended it was like ah it sucks it's embarrassing but like she's having a good time they're gonna know each other right, right. Weird. they were not as judgmental of him in the
4: ways that i feel like they could have been it was like ah this is a weird situation i think season one they probably would have been is like what's with this dude yeah, yeah. uh but I mean, season three and
1: samantha was like break up with him here's my phone break up right
4: like, there there was a
1: little bit of pushback
4: for him being a nerd but yeah. i mean like that's a very new york thing to still live with your parents I do,
3: I do know, I I know someone who she grew up in the Lower East Side. She's like in like a graduate program or something now and like has lived with her parents part time in the past couple of years because it's like things are super expensive. She's in school and she travels and stuff. Yeah. It's a very New York
1: thing. My parents lived here and had a bedroom. I would 100% live. Also, that's a
3: thing in other countries. Like people in Spain will live with their parents till they're 30 and they, till they get married just because that's like a cultural thing.
4: Yeah, I know. I mean, I had an ex-girlfriend who uh, her parents owned the building, and her brother had an apartment in the building. It was mm-hmm. like three or four floors, mm-hmm. and then she lived in the room that she grew up in. She was like, "Why would I leave?" That would be amazing. And I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, <laughs> <Mom's right there. laughs> I mean, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and in a way, I hated her. I, I was hating on it for that reason. But if that have been me, you just—I I, would have done the exact same yeah. thing. I was like,
2: "Also, I, if I, you're that dude, why? Why would you change? You hang out." Smoke weed, you have a cool record set, you're yeah. still banging Carrie Bradshaw. Exactly, you're still like <laughs> you're still doing
1: as good as Peak Mr. Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, my, my problem with that is, I think it would have been a more interesting storyline if she like met someone who had all of these great boxes checked, like handsome, yes, great job. Yes, like lawyer, yes, high power, yes, lives with his parents. And that was like the thing that like, yeah. but this guy, I was like, okay, he's a nerd. He asked her out by drawing like a Wonder Woman picture. Right. It was like this stereotype that was just a little too obvious. I think it yeah. could have been more more entertaining and maybe like a little bit more silly if, if he was like all these things except still lived with
2: this. What parents. was the one with the family, the Jewish family that? Oh, that was with the, it was the
3: second. It was the second episode of uh, Justin Thoreau. Yeah. And he does not live with his parents, but every. Every Saturday they have dinner together right. and the family yeah, yeah, yeah. just talks about everything and they're super yes. open and they're like, Carrie, let's talk about our, you're in his sex life.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> that. Okay. Because that, that's the one that came to mind with, with what you were suggesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. which isn't the same, but, but yeah, I, I, is see, that, I is that,
1: that mom? Is, is the, yes Wade's the mom? mom?
2: We, someone? oh, oh, is Wade's mom someone?
1: Yeah. I
3: don't know. I thought you meant the mom from the Justin Throw episode. No, no uh i don't know what's
1: well, a look she she like played a good, pretty good mom she did she was yeah i feel like she, she may be have been mom. somebody who's like <laughs> she be, yeah, you she forget when, when you're
4: rewatching because I, of course i haven't seen any of these episodes in like 20 years it's right like that uh some great cameos oh my gosh yeah. yeah
2: we just had carrie fisher in the last one and, oh that's right
4: and vince vaughn and yeah, yeah, yeah
2: that was mcconaughey and sarah michelle geller yep yeah um who who is the the 13 year old you you all knew Kat she's oh, a, she's from uh two broke girls and nick
3: and Nora's infinite right. playlist oh, and she's yeah. from josh groban's personal life wait oh. they're what? dating
2: or we're dating maybe oh. they broke up
3: oh i didn't know that that's groban funny.
2: get on the pod and talk to us yeah about. exactly
4: did you, did you get, know I, you know i went up she's to josh. probably a new yorker so yeah. that makes sense yeah yeah
2: um i went up to josh groban once uh huh, and uh it was when Corey and i were doing our comedy show which george was featured on oh thank when. you that is true um and i think it was like within the first few months we were doing it and i just saw him there i was like "Ah, fuck it and i went up and i was like this is really weird but i know like you've you know you like host uh in for regis and stuff sometimes i do this comedy show would you ever want to come just like drop in and tell a story on it he's like yeah that'd be great Give can be your email. And I was like, I should have got his email. Cause I think that you,
3: was you, yeah, that's like a great, you did that to Gilbert Gottfried one time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: That sinks it. He didn't, I figured he would be totally game. I think he, I think he was. And I think it was just like
2: a, once I knew this, I knew I messed up if I should be like, listen, say no now, just give me like, yeah, totally. because it was one of those things that what, if you're at that level, what are you gonna do? Be like, oh email. yeah, I have to email that person. Right, to, you right, know what I mean? Right.
4: But he was totally game. Yeah. It's I guess it's like if you like relive it, you're like, what's the best way? Do I need to talk to your like your manager or publicist or something? Because it's like this is not gonna be like some dungeon and I'm not gonna try to kill you. It's yeah. actually
0: legit.
2: So. Yeah, it was three of cups so. It
4: Although it wasn't it wasn't a, it was a, it was a dungeon.
3: <laughs> the Literal dungeon. That's like that's like the night we had um, we did a bir- the birthday show of mine mm-hmm. when it was the we did like the open mic show that would mm-hmm. be like, hey, let's yeah, do yeah. it. And we had Ronnie Ching from Crazy Rich Asians yeah. and The Daily Show booked on. Super nice dude. And he was like, can't wait to do the show. And we met our booking got switched up and he showed up to do the show. And I was like hey dude and it was a day after my birthday and so oh, wow. we've been out crazy late the night before and he was like <sighs> we didn't promote the show quite correctly and it was and it was a lot of good comics on it but it was an open mic and we were like hey dude and he was like hey I'm here to do the show is this an open mic and I was Ugh. like and then he but he was a really good sport and he was like hey man it's cool it's like totally underground let's do it and he did like a five minute set and then he left
2: I know when I was watching Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> anytime he had a scene I was just like <sighs>
0: yeesh
3: <laughs> i
2: wonder is that a good if, movie i haven't seen that yeah yet. it's good it is good yeah.
3: it's, it's a really good movie Heard yeah. the
1: books were better
3: well that's usually the case yeah that's usually the case usually the case hey there was a moment where i wondered if anyone else picked this up but when they're doing when they're asking when the sex therapist is asking charlotte and trey to describe their private parts and she names hers rebecca rebecca mm-hmm. which is and he names so his funny. the schooner super funny yeah and do you remember what the guy said to... He was like, one of my clients said this. He was like, one of my clients... Yes. Yeah. Oh, I remember. You remember? Did it make you think of this? He, said, th- one, he yeah. said, one of my clients named his anus the chocolate starfish. Right. And I just thought about... He
4: said, gentlemen, <laughs> introducing the chocolate starfish. Oh, wow.
3: Limb biscuit, ladies and gentlemen, you know yeah, what, yeah. and you know what the hot dog
2: flavored water is? Apparently? I don't know what that is. It's jizz. That's what I've. Oh, oh I,
4: I heard. Oh, interesting. That's I, the worst album cover of all time. Do you know what's funny? You guys went there with that. What I went to is when he said schooner, I thought of uh, mall rats.
1: Oh yeah, he, yeah, it was yeah. like yeah. a
4: schooner is a cell phone, oh, you dumb bastard. Yeah. That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a magic eye, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. so good.
4: As soon as he said schooner, I was like, oh yeah, that scene with the uh, I forget that actor's name, but. Uh, uh, I love that scene yeah. in the movie. It's like ha 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 ha. It's those pictures, the three D pictures. If you look at the yeah yeah would, yeah. It
3: would, you, it's the Magic Eye pictures. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah You yeah, know yeah.
1: what? There, is no, Easter <laughs> there, there bunny. is no Easter Bunny. Wait, is that
2: yeah 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 yeah. Um, the yeah. What what would you what would you name yours?
1: Uh, We're talking about what we name our.
3: For our... some reason, the first name that popped in mind was Carl. But I feel weird because we have a friend Carl. named Carl. Yeah. So I don't think <laughs> Carl. Um, Chad, maybe.
4: Ooh, he's a little frat boy. He's a little <laughs> frat boy. It's, I would always put a little Hang backwards hat
3: on it. It oh, has to chin. be like
4: a name. I was thinking fish sticks. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Gordon's fish sticks. Oh. Fish sticks.
2: <laughs> Do you know this, this, the Kanye episode, episode of South Park? Oh, yes. yes.
4: Yeah, Choker, yeah. And yeah. One and of then, the few that I remember and watched. He's the gay fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, mine would be, um, uh my uh i don't know I'm thinking of an apple thing like iPod and something a play on an iPod okay I don't know a mini disc my mini
1: disc
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know i i don't I have no idea I can't think of one. What's a
2: classic six? Did we already uh,
4: yeah, figure was, out yeah, what, I think what I, this I, I is? Things I, wrote down. I didn't know what that was.
2: So I, I,
3: They've mentioned that before, and I've heard people talk about that in other things. Someone should like look I that up. Just talking I don't know if a classic six right. is like a classic six-figure apartment. I don't
2: know if that's what it is. Got it. What is it? What is it? The Classic Six is a six-room apartment floor plan found in buildings built in New York City prior to 1940. It consists of a formal dining room, a living room, a kitchen, two bedrooms, a smaller bedroom, sometimes referred to as the maid's room, or one or two bathrooms. A maid's room is located away from the bedroom. A Classic Six is similar to the Classic Seven, except the Classic Seven has an extra bedroom.
3: <laughs> oh. So the... um. Oh. So then I wonder if he lived in the maid's room because that would be away from everything else. If that's where they put the adult, they have the classic six right
2: here. They have, Oh, they have the floor plan. plan. Oh, wow. That makes
3: sense though. I've heard about that. I mean, a classic six, that's crazy that there's that many bedrooms in any apartment in New York city.
1: I'm, I'm on I mean, Zillow right now seeing how much you can get a classic six for.
2: Look up a good classic six. I bet Whoa. it's gonna cost classic seven figures. It says yeah, there's thirty one on, million dollars. It
1: says there's one on twenty west eighty fourth street for one point six. No.
3: Twenty West eighty fourth. Is you that know, on the I'm, west side or the looking east looking side?
1: It's looking like eight million, fourteen million in Gramercy, twenty one million oh. Central
4: Park West. So wow. I gotta move some things around, but I think I might be able to afford that. I think- <laughs> <laughs> just just throwing it out there. I I wear I wonder what a
3: classic six would cost in uh in um in
4: Brooklyn. Is that such a thing?
3: I was gonna say like what's a classic right. six in uh in in uh Flatbush or in um They gotta be in Lowlands. There. totally. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, like when I, remember when I,
2: those are probably 1.6. I remember, I, mean, when I, 6,
3: I remember, so I remember when I lived in, I lived at 140th and Broadway in Harlem and we had like a, a renovated two bedroom apartment, but the, there was a, there was a family that had been there forever that like grandma lived in the building with them. And they had like a super deep, like five or six bedroom apartment. Wow. There was like an old school pre-war thing, apartment like that. So I feel like those exist in just old buildings too. It's just old apartments. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably cost a freaking ton of money because everything does in New York.
2: (laughs) What um, I mean, I guess you know, but it's like how much longer before they get divorced? Who Trey and and, uh, and Charlotte? Yeah, or they'll probably get it annulled if they never have sex. You can just get it annulled. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and it's only been a month. I think that I don't know if there's a time
3: limit on annulments, but they've only been married a month right now.
1: What is like? I don't get what his deal is. I don't know why he's so. Does he actually? Do you think it? he like, actually loves her?
3: I don't. I can't tell if it's an intellectual thing because then he was talking about being a surgeon. Which they in, in all that we've known, Trey, he doesn't. He hasn't talked about his job a
2: whole lot
4: yet. Yeah, he's a surgeon from a rich family too. So he's like kind he of. He definitely has deal. like mom issues. He does. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys haven't met her yet. Oh, no, we, we did. We did right we before Bunny.
1: they got married. But like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't. Bunny. I don't get why he's like so. Not he's just so closed.
4: I wanted to talk about it. That's says I just remember, yeah, you met Bunny uh prenup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Pre-nup that's a good episode. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah,
2: Charlotte like really stands up in that My, one. This is uh okay, don't mean to knock knock the show, but part of me wonders either it's like brilliant how he's written, because it's like you want to know what's going on with this person, right. or if it's like they're not doing a good enough job to like answer it head on And this episode. It was nice, but it's like, I need to understand more what's going what's on rather deal? than him just be crazy and her just be like, what's his name? Uh, Tray. Trey, like, Trey, Trey, Trey. I like. Yeah. I'm like. There's so much good stuff to get deep in there. Besides just being like, you should get a platinum robot in your dick. And so it's. But nice. she's trying everything. She's like, she's trying everything. I everything. will say
3: that's a pretty invasive method. I don't know if it was just the time, but it would be like we're going to put an
1: implant like, into your penis. What? What other? Like, what else can she do? Well, she's they did group like, therapy. She's like, we're doing. Yeah, I mean she's I feel like she's really giving it her all. She, she is. is it me. Yeah. What is it? I'm putting stamps on your cock. I'm telling you like Speaking of which we're sponsored by stamps.cock. <laughs> stamps.cock. Stamps.cock everybody. But anyway, she's but- trying all these things and he's just being like so unwilling. He's not and he's not even
2: participating. But, but in therapy. True. that's that's where I'm saying that's where I'm saying it's it's good in in some ways. And then in other ways I'm like, oh, would this be more interesting if there was If there's some engagement with it, that's like, what's the problem? Do you not love her? Are you, are are you gay or, or are you cheating on
3: her or are you you like non-sexual? He did say, I'm not a very sexual person, but then he started jerking off to jugs magazines. Yeah.
4: It's gotta be something. Um, I, he's poorly written or just not written well at all because he's not a part of the four. The four is the show. And then what happens to them and not what happens to the people that they're with.
3: That's Mm. really true. You're right. He's never really around them.
4: no. So I don't
3: yeah. know if that's, I don't know if that's by design or if you're right, if that's, that's not really written or, I mean, we, Kevin and I've talked about this before, but like, or I feel like John, you've talked about this too. Like when, when you have a friend and a friend group and someone pairs off in a relationship and then they disappear out of the friend yeah. group, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's like if they're not really saying much about it, but if that's kind of what happens in that relationship too. Cause even when Charlotte went to LA, it was like, Oh, she's back with the girls, but it's cause totally. she like left her husband
1: in New York. Well, I think just, it's showing that like all she wanted was to find a husband. And now it's like, she they're showing like what happens when you dive fully into that. And for like abandoning your, abandoning your friends, like it's, yeah. it's, yeah, this it's unhealthy thing. Not
4: being said, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely showing that because the yeah. last scene is the three of them hanging out, smoking pot without her. That's true.
2: And you know what? That's... Whereas there's been other things where it's like, oh, we want the four together. They are doing a good job being like... I'm shaking it up and being like this lose some someone from the friend group and seeing it be those three. It yeah. was like kind of sad in this yeah, way. Charlotte right. wants some giggle dirt and some KFC. Uh, I mean, yeah. Everyone... <laughs> Giggled, <laughs> I oh man. How hungry did I get watching that
4: KFC? <laughs> oh. I feel like maybe they may have paid some money to KFC or KFC gave them some money or something because pretty... KFC is seen in another episode. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's so like, funny. It's, you'll see it later. You'll be like oh shit. George was talking about this episode. Is like there's that's they're, so they're talking funny. about eating fried he's eating fried chicken. A guy was eating fried chicken. Yeah. It's so
1: funny. That it's like Fendi, uh Prada yeah. and KFC. Right. Here. KFC yeah, yeah. I, just, I love I that. Think Chanel.
2: On um on The Sopranos, there was an episode once someone explained product placement and he was like, Go grab me a Coca-Cola. And then then like the way he held it was and I was just like Oh, that's
3: weird. That would even pop up in 30 Rock, which is interesting because it was like an NBC thing Mm -hmm. and you would see product placement in 30 Rock, which is funny because they were so smart about a lot of things, but they would definitely do product placement in the show a lot of times. I think a lot of shows do that.
4: Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love to work on a show and try to tie in product placement. Yeah. You guys put a pin in it, KFC, you're going to see it in another episode. All right. Maybe at the end of season three or possibly at the beginning mm-hmm. of season four.
3: Okay.
1: And I um, think the best product placement seen in any
2: media ever is Wayne's World.
3: When the oh, Mike, yeah. When the the product placement. Yeah. And then they do the
2: Newprint commercial. Uh-huh, and yeah. yeah. So good. Um, I want to give a shout out to someone that also got referenced in this episode, Carson Daly. He Wait, just, uh, when? He just retired after 22 years on yeah. last call. He re- retired like two months ago. And she said wanted to try and get Carson Daly at, to get her, Carson Day, at her yeah. party. And we were hoping to see him. We didn't get any of those uh, I, was, I was super hoping. Yeah. You know what? If we are talking about Juggs Magazine and Carson Daly, we got to give another shout out to Jennifer Love Hewitt.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was another very influential person in my life.
4: Yeah, I met her. Well, not met her, but I saw her once. Really? Just like, like in, person. in New York? Yeah, she was dating. Uh, she used to date Jamie Kennedy. Oh, yes. Jamie Kennedy experiment. Exactly. And she was, uh, Jamie Kennedy was headlining yes. comics and I was at comics and I was like, that is, she seemed like a ride or die girlfriend cause she's outside or outside of the show selling Jamie Kennedy merch. And we were like, what the fuck is your, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Jamie Kennedy, uh, merch for, her. and it was like, oh, wow. they're dating. I was like,
2: wow. I feel wow. like. Do you guys remember the poster for the Client List around New York City? Uh, yeah, I do. It was that was this, the show is around the th- show that she
3: did uh, where she was like a madam or yes. something, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I the poster that.
2: was just everywhere, and that's like that is some. Trey, oh yeah, no, it's, uh, that is Trey's favorite show right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked. I want to talk about this real quick
3: because uh, we talked about music earlier and television and stuff like that. There's the scene where Carrie and the dude Wade. Uh, Wade. Or about to smoke weed, but they, um, but they are listening to Hot Child in the City, and they have all his music posters. And it felt kind of dazed and confused, almost. Mm -hmm. There was like it was a really good music scene. Like there's, you said there was a Pretenders poster on the wall. There's a Pretenders
4: poster. There's a Supertramp poster. Yeah, which uh, which doesn't make sense for him because I guess. I mean, let me backtrack because, like, one of the things I find interesting is they made that music choice instead of bands from 99, 2000, like right. maybe like Bush or something because, like
3: – This is all, like, post-Nirvana right Exactly.
4: Now, yeah. So, like, you, the reason why I think that makes sense and, and it's, it's interesting for me was, like, those are the bands that he listened to as a – probably as a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Like, because you're not listening to the Pretenders probably in 99, 2000, like – now but i mean like at the time but it's like i like this as a teenager right yeah because right, it's right, right. like 12 or 13 years later for him because my guessing is Wade's probably like 28 or 29 right yeah. he's under 30
3: yeah, yeah totally
4: uh so like say like 1999 2000 if you're 30 in 99 2000 15 years earlier is 1985 and you're i mean i'm sorry yeah that sounds about right you would be you would probably would like the pretenders yeah. and uh, super tramp yeah because you're probably hearing that cuz that's like classic rock or whatever i think that's an interesting musical choice and the totally. right one instead of like 99, 2000, like, all right, I'm listening to Bush or whatever. Yeah, that doesn't That's make any sense. That's super smart. Yeah. I never yeah.
1: ever would have thought of that, well, but I
4: absolutely think you're right.
1: You're yeah. right,
3: because that would thematically go with the episode. Exactly. And if they're going to talk about those bands, it'd be better for them to be like, Carrie was dating a guitar tech for the band Bush. Right, Like, they could right. just bring in the actual
4: band. In yeah, that, that would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: They that that episode, especially talking to you about that stuff and, like, the note that was being passed in the beginning had some really good writing, like, really well-rounded
4: It's writing. A+. plus. I mean, like... Totally. uh I, I granted I re- remember some of the aspects from the episode, but I definitely remember a few of the things. And I rewatching it again, I was like, oh no, this is a really good episode. Yeah. They, yeah. they kind of killed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we uh, at the end of every episode give it a Cosmo rating. We rate it from uh, one to five Cosmos. One to five Cosmos. Okay. You can do half Cosmos and quarter Cosmos. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, you can think about
3: that and we'll just. Uh, well, first
2: of all, our Cosmo rating is brought to you by Absolute Elix. Absolute the Elix. Vodka that will make you feel like you're having great vodka. And this is not That's a product right.
1: placement. It's just we like Absolute. Oh, Elix right on. And, okay. And it's just we happen to to drink it and want to talk about it with our
3: It's also a product placement
1: because oh, it's they, also are a product. Our, <laughs> they are our season 3
3: sponsor, so it is that as well. Yes. And we also like it very much. And it's uh, as with you being a with you being a bartender, so Absolute Elix has a bunch of uh, recipes for cocktails on their website if you go to absoluteelix.com. Oh, perfect. What would be your go-to vodka uh, cocktail recipe if you're going to make a and it could be as complicated or as simple as you want because you are a skilled bartender
4: oh uh, <laughs> i should say cosmo because I, i've made a ton of them um <laughs> uh, i like to keep it simple I, I i i like cranberry juice for some reason i Ooh. think vodka cranberry is Tasty drink, a Cape Cotter. a Cape Cotter. A Cape That's
3: Cotter. good is stuff. That what was it's the called? drink that I didn't Dylan know. made? It was Dylan made us one called a crazy little thing called Love, and it mm-hmm. was it was almost kind of like a Bellini okay. with a different kind of. It was like a Bellini with rhubarb bitters or something like that. Oh or nice! It was and really egg whites. And egg
1: whites. It was oh, a, a, dry, a, a killer. A dry I've shake on, egg on record white. saying that a bartender cannot look cool while shaking a drink, but I feel like you could change. I feel like you could have like a cool thing going with the.
4: I three, I, I personally don't look cool, but I've seen people look cool, especially when they're doing two drinks and they're like slamming together, and they're just got that rhythm. Yeah. Like, wow, that's like Rocky. There's, yeah. just something
0: like,
1: there's something like no, they they never look you in the eyes. They kind yeah, of yeah. turn their head in a weird way. Yeah, it's, it's like phenomenal. Uh, just I don't know. I think if they
3: do the circle shake, where yeah, you, look like cool you look like you're doing a handbag. <laughs> yeah, <bike>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so all right. think about your Cosmo rating. Let's let's count. I already to, know. Oh, you already know. Hmm. I do. Yeah. Do you want to all four say it at once? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: right. So we'll. Well, I, f- I've got a, I've got, a, I've got a, like a. So you guys got a half Cosmos. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you like a. I'm going to give it five Cosmos, but the last Cosmo on the rocks. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> <It's clean. laughs> yeah, because it's I like, like you need a little water after the – I think it's an A-plus episode. I think the writing is there. Like I said, I think it's one of those episodes that they probably mapped out earlier on that year because I think season three, they're doing 18 episodes mm-hmm. a year. Like That's that, a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, of course, there's some duds, and there's this one is really, really mm. good. And uh, for me, I don't. I'm not crazy about – I like the standalone episodes and the standalone like things that happen, but the Charlotte thing is like it advances that storyline, which is yeah. something I needed to happen. But uh, if you take that out of it, I still think it's great. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a five cosmos. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like the Cosmo and the Rocks. So. I
1: love that. Yeah. I like that. That's a I'll go. Guy. I'm gonna go four point five cosmos. I think it was a fantastic episode. Um, I, I, I really liked, as you said, like the standalone thing with Carrie. I loved her not being in a serious relationship. I thought it was funny. Um I really, really like something we didn't talk on when Samantha actually gets a little introspective. Mm. She's usually so just like, okay, like I'm gonna do, and like when she actually can stop and reflect, it's like a different side of her that's really fun to watch. Yeah. And seeing her actually like drop some really great wisdom bombs, like, huh? I, I was handing out candy to Dairy Queen, but that was actually a really good childhood. Yeah. That like really made me mm. um pumped for her that she could think about that and kind of tell the those 13 year years to pump the brakes you have your whole life to be a woman um so i really like that the charlotte thing is starting to drag a little bit for me right now which is like the only reason i, I kind of docked at some points and then the miranda storyline uh was really funny and kind of had like stakes outside of just dating right like seeing her with just shit in her like teeth was mm. funny but like then seeing her react that way in uh her office was was pretty fun so yeah, yeah. Awesome episode. Amazing episode. I yep. think if the Charlotte storyline was like a little bit more exciting, I definitely would have given it a five as well.
3: Yeah. I'm going to go four and a half, four point five 4.5 Cosmos as well. I think after those two LA episodes, the second LA one was better than the first. Um, but I feel like it's like one good to be back in New York I think that one thing that is really fun is having Carrie have these one off guy episodes that usually totally. went to like Charlotte Absolutely. and people. Yeah. It's like way more fun and you get, and you get to see a lot of it cause she's a main character. So that's really good. And I also, the Charlotte thing, like I agree it. Well, I don't agree that it's dragging because I think it's nice to have, I felt like it dragged earlier. It's nice to have some things kind of happening with it. And I like that. Like when Trey was jerking off when he, she pasted her, her wedding oh, album yeah, pictures fun. over all yeah. of it. And then she kind of had this little like small, like smile. The
0: grin, like, yeah, that she yeah, was yeah. like,
3: all right, cool. So I like that she's getting a little bit of hers. And I also agree, like it's very nice to see a different side of Samantha. Yeah. As almost kind of like an like has older wisdom. Totally. And the Miranda Braces thing could have it it was a little bit of a one off joke, but I felt like they leaned into it in the right way. Yeah. And had some fun with it. So I thought overall
2: pretty solid. I am um, because I would not want to be left out of this moment. I'm going to give it 4.5. <laughs> <4. laughs> wow! All, is this the first time the three of us have agreed on an episode? It's it's, if it's not if it's not the first, it's like the second. It's, it, but I'm glad I've, I was
4: here for history. Then I know <laughs> you are.
2: I, I was going to say 4.25, but then I also was like, no, that's not not that's not the case. Like I'm I I loved it. I'm just I was in my head yeah about it because I gave a five recently and I was like I don't want to go too high, but I actually. This episode was like sheer enjoyment the whole way through. Yeah. And it was like it was like when you like going back to a season one type aesthetic or of the type the writing was, but they're so sharp now. Yeah. And everybody just they were just in in the zone. And mm. I feel like um, yeah, the subtleties of like the music totally. and of the yeah. note and of of tying in, like everybody was right in that. And then the person that was kind of, yeah. And even at the end, like them throwing chicken wings everywhere and looking for their weed, it's like, Oh my gosh, like that's such like what you would do when the parents come home when you're a kid. Right. So yeah, I thought that was great. I agree with you about Samantha. I think that was really cool to have a little depth there and for her to be like, you don't need to impress guys like with yeah. with sex, like be, be yourself. That was cool. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was a wonderful episode. Yeah.
4: The, uh, yeah. the question I guess I guess I have for you guys, because for me, I have them rank, I rank them differently for every, each episode. How mm-hmm. would you rank each one of them in this episode?
1: Oh, each, a, each, yeah, character. each each character. Each character, yeah. So you're saying one to four. One to four. Like, in, like enjoyment. Or, exactly.
4: Because Shaw is, is in this episode is my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. Like everything that Miranda's is happening to Miranda, I love. Yeah. Everything yeah. that's happened to Carrie, I love. Yeah.
1: I'll I would go. I like um probably carry Miranda, Samantha real close. Yeah. In Charlotte. And I'm not sure where, I'm not sure where Samantha and Miranda fall. Like I'm not sure which one's higher than the other.
3: Uh, God, I had mine and then I just switched it. I'm going to go carry first. Yeah. Uh, I don't carry was is super fun. Question, I'm going to go carry Miranda, Samantha, Charlotte, kind of what you did. Yeah. And I, but I think definitely Miranda over Samantha. Cause I thought Miranda's was super fun.
2: Yeah. Miranda's is good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I got to go Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, Charlotte as well. Yeah. all All right there. All yeah. like neck and neck. And I thought like, what an actual well-rounded character, like the comic book guy that you're like, man, that's like, that was seemed like a real person, not just yeah. like, what if she dates a doof who works right, at a right. place? It was like. Oh, shit, we went on a journey with that guy. We
4: liked no, him. No, I, I we knew f- that guy in 99, 2000. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two earrings, uh, the long hair. No, I this, the Racer X t-shirts, yeah. which ended up making a comeback in like the yeah. late 90s. I remember yeah. seeing Oddly Enough Method Man with one of those, and I was like, yeah, i got to yeah, have yeah. one of those t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was like that was... He, he was a plus. I just right. hope he still has his magic cards because they're worth a lot of money. Well, it's now. also
3: funny because he was—he was like, "No one's buying comics," and it's like that entire subculture has shifted now. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, no, I think it made a, it had a, had a good run. I think it did. Okay. Still, I think it's still on that run. But yeah, you know? I think so too. <laughs>
2: um, well, everyone, thanks for listening. George, thanks for being here. George, Thank where, you where, where George, where can we find you on social media? And I know
4: uh, you have a stand-up album that is yeah, recently I've, released uh, too. Yeah, my album is called uh, "Your Good Friend," uh, and that's Y O U. Are good friend <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's on uh, Spotify iTunes uh, awesome. Pandora is playing on Sirius XM radio Great. right now um, uh, I think I've got a show April I want to say 7th at Three's Brewing Company and then I'm in Philly opening for somebody I don't know where at the end of the month awesome. uh, yeah and that's uh, that's basically it and uh, I'm George B Gordon 3 for everything that's Instagram uh, Twitter all that stuff.
2: Great. Amazing. Guys, go on iTunes. Give us a five Cosmo rating. And we give you as fans five Cosmos.
0: Absolutely. Thank so <laughs> you. Oh, Kevin Jesus. just sneezed. God good. bless you, out Kevin.
2: Tight.
3: Guys, check out our Patreon, too, for some great episodes replying to your emails. And we will talk to you guys soon.
2: Thanks, George. Bye. Thank you. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at BradshawBoys.com, on social media at TheBradshawBoys. And if you
0: see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.